The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps, our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. Lord knows they'll try. Well, this is Ralph Winterrod, and uh, I'm sitting in for on John's show today, and uh, going over stuff that isn't told to anybody, and being able to prove it, you've got to be able to prove these things. A Social Security Act, if you go into it, in 26 United States Code 6334, lists the things and then it gets down to C and it says that in plain English, Social Security Act is not exempt. Am I done? No. Because agencies can't use that. So you just have to go into the administrative legislation and you go into 26 CFR 301.6331. Property exempt from levy. It mirrors the code. And now this is where the people that don't know what's going on, you go into these cases you will see in cases they will cite the code, semicolon, and then they will put 26 CFR section 301-6334-1. They don't say that it's valid. They don't say it has any force and effect. They just put them together to say, well, you know, everybody knows the agency's got to do regulations. Okay, well, there's the regulation that goes with the statute. So, so what? It's a 301 reg. They've all, the IRS has 706 part 301 regs, 26 CFR section 301 and some code section. 706 of them. Go to their home page and see if you can find anything about 301 regs. Because what does that mean? Chrysler v. Brown. 1979, 441, 
U.S. 281, 441 U.S. 281, held. 301 is referencing 5 U.S.C. 301. Those are called departmental rules, period. What does 5 U.S.C. 301 say? It says the head of an executive department or military department may prescribe regulations for the government of his department, comma, the conduct of its employees, the distribution and performance of its business, and the custody, use, and presentation or preservation of its records, papers, and property. It's all departmental. Has nothing. They're called housekeeping. They also can call them interpretive regs. They got nothing to do with anybody to create anything. And you go to that regulation. And what's interesting, at the bottom, it says the authority of 7805. Well, that's for the commissioner because there is a 301.7805. The secretary's not doing it. But Westlaw makes it really easy, easy because they list all of the 301 regs down below that. There's about two pages of them. I don't know why they do that, but that's fine. You search on is there any delegation by Congress concerning statute 6334, and the answer is an unequivocal no. Well, they can't do it under 7805 because that's the commissioner and that's a 301 rig. That's housekeeping. That's what the commissioner does. He puts out regulations for his internal flunkies. Fine. But I want to put a bigger nail in it. The IRS has already said it's a 301 rig. Technically, their courts say that is judicial notice, but I'm not going to rely on some court decision. Because it's not the Supreme Court saying that. What I can rely upon, it is a public record. It's in the Federal Register. And the Federal Register Act said if it's there, it's judicially noticed. And there's no other evidence required. We're done. It's like DNA. So I go down to the regulations that are published in the Federal Register. And I just happen to know that on November 3rd, 1967, they published 147 pages. They republished them. Of all of the, as a final rule, part 301 regs. And what's even crazier they put in 26 CFR 301.7402, United States District Court. Can you believe that? The damn court. It's a 301 rig. That was in 67. Now it's under Title 26, United States Code 7402. And I'll tell you, there is no, they just did it. They changed it. They, there's no link. I've looked. There's no link. All of a sudden, one went away and the other shows up. Because that's really obvious. We have a court 
that is a housekeeping regulation administrative court. And they printed it. But it gets better. So I went in there and I took every regulation. That one only has a final rule. So what do I need to look for? It's real simple. There has to be one, a proposed rule. It has to say 553B in parentheses that they're doing it. That's formal. You'll never see one. I've never seen one anyway. Then they have a notice and comment period. The second part, there has to be a final rule. They will comment on whatever, if anybody put any, and they have to say it's in compliance with 553B as in Baker. Never seen one yet. So you have to have a proposed rule and a final rule. This is like going through, you have to go through the house. It's the same outfit. But you have to go in there and say, oh, okay, would you guys like to bitch? And then we come back and say, well, you know, we've heard your bitches, but we're just going to go ahead and do it anyway. Then they have to wait 30 days. That's 553B. Now, see, the, how does Congress have the authority, if there ever was one, to have enforced an effective law? How would Congress have the authority to make a decision to kill it? This is a logic question. They do. They got a six-month congressional overview. This is the administrative legislation of the administrative state. That is the only way they can have what's called force and effect of law. That's it. Now, what I found in these regulations... I found, let's see, I got them all thing here. We had a proposed rule, notice and comment, but no 553B. We had a final rule and no 553. Then we had a proposed rule, notice and comment, with 553 not required. And we had a final rule, 553 not required. Then we had a proposed rule, notice and comment, 553B not required, and a final rule, no 553B. Then we had a proposed rule, notice and comment, 553B, and a final uh, 553 not required. So the first one is no, the second one not required. Then we had a final and temporary rule, no proposed rule, notice and comment, no 53B. And then we had one that was an executive order. Those are all the exemptions. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. How are you going to know that? I'd like to know. I looked at every one of those puppies and I put them in a one line. And those same regulations are used over and over for a lot of their stuff. There is not one proposed regulation in compliance with 553B with notice and comment. There's not one final with 553. don't exist that's how we blow them out of the water because number one those federal register publications have to be judicially noticed and I I'm going to take every one of these main ones on the notice of deficiency they say you and I owe up money they don't we don't 
It's just much almost the same exact regulations. The, the assessment, they have to assess how much. They can't do that either. Holding a Supreme Court says they can't. And they print it. They can't do notice and levies liens because I'm going to put in the notice of the levy and that, and that's almost exactly the same ones again. There's a couple other ones. There is no force and effect, and even if there was, stop and think about it. How can this have any effect on me if Congress can get around and doubt it in six months? Based on what? I guarantee you these legislators don't have a clue how it works. The bad part is they don't want to know. Or the other part is they're so arrogant they think they do. They see a regulation and by golly, Ned, that is the law and I'm going to follow it. And that's what I see in these court cases. 301 regs, they'll cite them and nobody, it's as though it's golden. Nobody says, hey, it's a housekeeping, it's a goes back to 5 U.S.C. 301. Nobody raises that question. You just trust your head. How do I live in a country like this? Well, I got some good questions answered. Because the one case that is, I got a couple of, a whole bunch of these questions answered. This case is 139 S period CT 2400. It's 139 period, uh, S period CT 2400. Uh, it does not have a United States Code. And I've wondered about some of these. I see some of them that are cited with Supreme Court and some United States Code. And I am beginning to think that the ones that have the Supreme Court sightings are the constitutional side, and the ones that have a U.S. in the middle are the non. But I, I haven't been able to prove that yet to myself. Um, but I find it quite interesting that some don't have that. But what I needed to know, because you see, they put in this to make it very confusing, that the agency, for good cause is the word, good cause, can say it is impractical, unnecessary, and not in the public interest. And of course, the question becomes, well, does that ever rise to becoming the force effect of law? That's one thing in formal ruling. I, I couldn't figure that out for a while. Um, I just I couldn't. I mean, I, 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 logic tells me it can't because how can you... How, the logic is if Congress has to come out in the open when and we get to vote on who's there and they have to vote out in the open in the House and the Senate and then the President, how can an agency behind a curtain say, we're not even going to allow you to comment on this and have the force and effect of law? Logic told me it's not going to happen. I know it's all a lie, but you got before you ask the question, you must know the answer. And I found the answer in that Senate document 248, public participation. Those were the words that I needed to start looking at. So I got a Supreme Court case. I got several of the stuff now. It says, APA's rulemaking, this is uh, 
the name of it is uh, Kisor, K-I-S-O-R versus W-I-L-K-I-E. K-I-S-O-R versus W-I-L-K-I-E. It's a 2019 case. It looks like the court's finally starting to come back to some sense. It said the APA's rulemaking requirements which require regulations to go through notice and comment before they can bind third parties. Even though a court might defer to an agency's interpretation of a regulation, the agency's interpretation itself never forms the basis of an enforcement action. Those are called interpretive and all that. Rather, an agency bringing an enforcement action must always rely on a rule that went through notice and comment. And courts, in turn, always retain the final authority to approve or not an agency's reading of that notice and comment. So why do we have Congress with six months able to do something here? That seems pretty weird, doesn't it? And they talk about if this objection is the commingling of functions with an agency. This court has explained that even when an agency activities take on legislative and judicial, they continue to exercise judicial power. But what's really important is you can't do it's unnecessary, impractical, and not in the uh, uh, public interest, and then they're supposed to declare an emergency too, which they never do. So they can't do that. They can't get past that. That's really important. And it goes on farther down. It says a rulemaking requirement mandates that an agency use notice and comment procedures, procedures before issuing legislative rules. But this section allows agencies to issue interpretive rules without notice and comment. A key feature of those rules is unlike legislative, they are not supposed to have the force and effect of law or otherwise said to bind private parties. They're only meant, it says, to advise the public. And you can't give deference to an interpretive rule. As it says, to make that rule that has never gone through notice and comment binding on the public. Ah, it's what I wanted to hear. You can't get around notice and comment. And you got to say 553B. That's the formal. It says further. And put it another way, the interpretive rule ends up having the force and effect of law without ever pa paying the procedural cost held that interpretive rules, even though when given deference do not have the force and effect of law. This is really important because they do this all the time. They do notice and comments, but they don't say 553 or they'll do notice and comment on why. It's just amazing how they do all this stuff around. It says here, the basis for an enforcement action because of just notice such as the rule does not impose any legally binding requirements. An enforcement action must instead rely upon the legislative rule, which, to be valid, must go through notice and comment. Back in the man.
It's happening, ladies and gentlemen. We here at RBN are working with Front Sight Firearms Training Institute to bring our audience the best in combat, tactical, and defensive firearms training. Whether you're a private citizen who is new to firearms or you have a concealed weapon permit and want a level of training that surpasses what you've received from your local gun range, Front Sight provides priceless education and skills taught by seasoned law enforcement, military, and private citizen instructors to levels that far exceed law enforcement and military standard. With nearly a million responsible citizens trained from every town, city, and state from across the United States, Front Sight has bolstered the Patriot movement to a whole new level. Contact Dan Sutterfield by phone at 573-762-2356 or 573-465-2356 or shoot him an email at domedan, D-O-M-E-D-A-N at hotmail.com. This is a limited time opportunity. Don't miss it. As a listener of RBN, you're surely concerned about being informed and being ready for whatever may come. Please consider the following questionnaire as a soul-jarring wake-up call. If you answer no to more than two of these following questions, you probably aren't going to make it through any major disruption in our country. The questions were compiled by people that have been there. Are you really ready? Do you own your own firearm for the primary defense and protection of you and your loved ones? Have you ever been professionally trained to stand against life-threatening behavior? Have you ever practiced enough to fire 500 rounds during a two- to four-day time frame, day and night? Can you load, unload, fire, and clear a jam in total darkness? Have all the adults in your household been professionally trained? Are you, life and death, comfortable with your abilities with pistol, revolver, shotgun, and rifle? Are you aware that everything that you do to prepare for an emergency is a waste of time, money, and energy? If you haven't owned your abilities to their highest level to protect and keep what you have, do you have the repair parts that will most likely be needed for each of your firearm, and do you have the ability to install those parts? Could you completely clean every firearm you own? Are you aware that your body won't go where your mind hasn't been? In other words, without proper training, followed by regular practice, you probably will not win a gunfight. Well, how did you measure up? Update for December 2021. The commander memberships that we have been offering have all been upgraded by Dr. Piazza to founder memberships, a $60,000 value for a $500 donation to RBN. To get this deal, you will need to request and pay for two memberships. So find a friend or loved one that's interested and take advantage of this amazing opportunity. RBN will remind you on the air till December 30th at midnight. See details on RBN's webpage to make it happen. The clock is ticking. You had better be ready before it happens. Okay, well, we're back here. Uh, this is Rob from Monroe the Second coming to you out of Alaska. And, uh, oh, we need to simply know and have facts to stand up to these mandate. A mandate, by the way, can't be issued by anybody but a judge that has the authority in a judgment. So, by. Comrade Biden's or these agency mandates are total smoke. Congress said to OSHA, 
you know, you don't even need to abide by the administrative legislation. Bypass that damn OAPA. We don't need that. Just go ahead and we declare an emergency. You cannot, the Supreme Court said, you can't declare emergencies. The Constitution was created during an emergency. You can exercise emergency powers if they're in the Constitution, but you can't create them. How about those apples? That's another case and stuff I'm doing a module on. That's really important. To keep it really, really simple and get on to the next part, the only thing that can even give the appearance of force and effect of law is you go to the CFR, you look at the Federal Register Publications, and search for 553B as in Baker. It has to be there, and it has to say they're going to abide by it and do notice and comment. You'll never find it. You'll find every other thing in the world. We're not doing 553. We have notice and no comment. We're doing notice and comment. We're not doing 553. We'll leave them both out. It's just all over the place because we don't know. I needed the Supreme Court to lay down. If it doesn't do this, done. Why didn't Congress do that in 1946? Because they're in on it. Just like they're in on it today. There are a whole bunch of liars and thieves up there. The other question that I had, because when I get into court, I want to know, I'm like an attorney supposed to teach. You don't ask the question if you don't know the answer. So my other question is, can you have and mix up these type of regulations? Can you go in and have a, quote, subsidy regulation or a legislative rule, they're called, if it actually did exist, can I amend it without going through the same procedure? That's really important. Can I just say, oh, I'm going to amend it. We don't need to go through all this other. That's just, that's extra fluff. Supreme Court, again, in this case, put it very succinctly. It said, we've held that the Constitution's specification of a, quote, single, finally wrought, in quotation mark, procedure for the enactment of statutes, parenthesis, bicameralism and presentment, in parenthesis, House and Senate, necessarily implies that Congress cannot amend an enacted statute without following that procedure, say by allowing a single House to change what the law requires. By the same logic, Congress's specification in the APA of procedures for the creation of new subsidy rules like notice and comment, necessarily implies an agency cannot amend a subsidy rule without following those procedures. To hold otherwise subverts the APA's design. Plainly stated. So, if you got a bunch of regulations and none of them's doing anything, all of a sudden we have, or even if there was a subsidy one, they can't amend it, just like Congress. They have to go through the procedure. Otherwise, it's a 
It's like throwing the water in the air. Who knows what's going to happen? So the things we've learned so far that we can prove, they can't do impractical, unnecessary, and not in the public interest, and never declare the emergency. That's all irrelevant. Number two, they have to say, they have to have partic public participation in two times. One, in a proposed rule, notice and comment, and then the final rule, they have to answer the, the comments. And in the final rule, they again have to go through 553 and wait 30 days. Notice and comment. Okay? That's all there is to it. That's what to have the, quote, force and effective law. Proposed rule, it says in compliance with 553B. Final rule, in compliance with 553B. And D, which says we're doing to do it again in compliance with 553D. We're going to wait 30 days. That's it. That's all there is to it. tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. While we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from simplycleanfoods.net, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Right now, Amazon Prime members will receive fast two-day shipping. Go to simplycleanfoods.net. That's simplycleanfoods.net. 
but do it today. Extendivite has proven time and again, it really works. Here's a testimonial from Amazon.com. I am only 40, but I have put my body through hell working in manufacturing for 20 years. I recently started to notice a buzzing feeling along with a stuttering sensation with my heart. I had a full cardio stress done, which I passed. I decided to try Extendivite after getting the jingle stuck in my head. Halfway through the bottle, I really did notice a difference. After getting home from work, I would just sit in a chair for a few hours feeling like crap, and this stuff reduced that feeling along with heart discomfort to almost nothing. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with Extendo Vite. They railed against yep. the crown. Another ragtag band declaring. Okay, well, we're back here. I was going to hear what that song was there. Go listen to it. Anyway, um, this is Ralph Wetter Road. How do I determine what to do to fight these people? Using code, you might as well go out here and wee on the tree. Because it's administrative legislation. Congress says federal agencies are accountable only to administrative legislation publics in the Federal Register, and it's called General Applicability and Legal Effect. And step two, once they do, they all publish in the Federal Register. Just garbage. The step, next step is it shall comply with 553B notice and comment. And if it doesn't say that, you're done. If it's easy, like the IRS ones, let's say 26 CFR, and they start off with a 301 and a period, and then the, the code section like 6331 or 6334 or whatever. If it starts off with 301, you already know. They've already made a determination. It's internal use only. But you need to go to the Federal Register publications because that's what's judicially noticed. And that's just what I did. I did this 6301, 6334. One is property exempt from levy. 6301, 6334, 2 is wages, salary, and other income. 301, 6334, 3, determination of exempt amount. And 6334 4, verified statements, if you're going to try to get out of them. They're all 301s. But for them, sometimes you will find more than one for a code section. Fine. But what I found is. There's a great amount of commonality in all of them at the bottom. Then they do a few different ones. So I've got to put in the notice of lien and who they can lien. They can't lien us. They can't do lien. They can't take our property. But I see, see how I finally figured this out. I kept reading court cases. And I come about the third time around the merry-go-round and taxpayer bill of rights, I said... I've been here before. I keep doing the same thing over and over. I'm not going to win this puppy. 
And the issue is administrative legislation. If you're going to fight the laws of France, you've got to use the laws of France. You don't use the laws of the United States or the laws of China. It's that simple. And the only thing you have to look for in their legislation, administrative legislation, that's what it's called. That's their words. It requires public participation, which means it has to have 553B as in boy in parenthesis in the proposed rule and in the final rule and then also waiting for 30 days. Now, we know it can't be laws of the United States because Congress somehow has magically got this power not given to them in the Constitution to take a regulation and in six months get together and say, no, we don't, we're not going to allow you to do that. That kind of sounds like a judicial decision, you think? Duh. Nobody brings this stuff up. There are decisions in the court talking about it. But nobody seems to, well, I mean, it, it does, I'll be honest, it takes persistence to find this stuff. You got to find the words, just like public participation or administrative legislation. That is so clear. That is what they do. They are legislating, and that is published in the Federal Register. It's compiled in the CFRs. That's where you go to take on an agency, federal agency, period. It's really simple. People aren't doing it. Don't know. They don't know. How would they know? Because I've been looking at all these different answers. They can't declare an emergency and gain power from it. Supreme Court said so. You can't say, oh, there's an emergency. And now all of a sudden, I'm empowered to go do, 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 do. No, 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 and no. But they're doing it. Oh, we're going to do mandates. Nobody ever asks, what's a mandate? I get so frustrated. Even Steve Bannon, these other talks, well, he did a mandate. Well, what is a mandate? These people, the lawyers love definitions, but there are certain ones they just can't seem to put their hands around. And I don't know why. I talk to these attorneys from Westlaw when I call in for help. They don't know anything about administrative law. They're not taught that. I have a first-year law book. It's not taught. That's one of the first things you want to do when you're doing something is you don't teach it. And they're really good at it. So now, with that, that, who, they changed the definitions of vaccination. I haven't got, the, I've got the ones from CDC and they're not in the Federal Register so they can't do it. But they did. <clears throat> uh, according to David, uh, Martin, Dr. David Martin, they also changed the definitions in the FDA. I've not found that yet. So, but Dr. David Martin's amazing. He's got all the the, uh, fed, the uh, public the patents and stuff on all this. It's all manufactured. It's a bioweapon made to kill us. Why wouldn't you go to define if you are a human subject? 45 CFR 46.101. Why wouldn't I go to say if I'm a human subject? Can they do this to me? And Congress, no, of course not. We know they can't do it, but you got to prove it. 
where you go into that and you look at the first CFR at the bottom, 83 FR 2885. That's who they, who are human subjects. Are you a human subject? I don't know. <clears throat> they start off and they've got about a page and a half of every regulation of all of these agencies. Right in the Federal Register Act. I've never seen anything like this. They got impractical, unnecessary, and contrary to the public interest, so you can ignore that. What's a killer? Number four, legal authorities. The legal authorities for departments and agencies that are signatories to this action are as follows. What they did, they got all set up for this, to get them all joined together. They've been working on that for several years to get them all together in the Federal Register. Pat Fort Worth. Hello? Oh, can you hear me? I can. Okay. Um, I wanted you to see if you could find something for me because I had it written out. I thought I did, but maybe I didn't because it was too much. Uh, on October the 30th, 2007, uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, got busy with the uh, Consumer uh, Product Safety Commission and all these leftist liberals that you might remember, Rosa DeLauro, Stupak, all those, and Diana DeGette, and uh, they wanted to uh, uh, do something about 20 million toys imported uh, led at them from China. And uh, then they went on and, and she said that we, we uh, I won't say what else they were doing, but getting rid of the Republican or something that was in charge of that. She wasn't yeah, doing anything. Yeah, I want to interrupt you here. This sounds really complicated. You got my email address? Yeah. Email me what you're talking about because this is uh, so far okay. off subject and I can't offer any knowledge yeah. about it. So. If you're well, looking for it, just saying. email me, IRS, at AlaskaMinuteMan.com, and I'll respond and see what you're talking about, okay? Well, the uh, thing is said, you know, it said on there uh, where you have to put it in the CFR. You go there, and it said web page unavailable. Does that mean something? I'm sorry, it said what? Web page unavailable. Okay, send me this stuff. I got access to all of it at my fingertips. Just email me so I can look up something, okay? Okay, IRS all right. Thank at you. AlaskaMinuteMan.com. And then put something right. in the thing there, you know. Say you uh, you Pat the Rabble Rouser from Texas or something. <laughs> okay, well, thank you. Bye. Okay, you bet. So, here is an admission that's judicially noticed. It lists all of these agencies. It lists their authority as 5 U.S.C. 301 right out in the open. It's in the open. It's in the Federal Register. It's got to be judicially noticed. They're admitting it. And who are they? Department of Homeland Security. Department of Agriculture, Department of Energy, National Aeronautics and Space Administration, Department of Commerce, Consumer Product Safety Commission, Social Security Administration, 
Administration or Agency for International Development. Department of Labor, oh, those are some nice folks. Department of Defense, there's some really super nice folks. Department of Education, and there's some really nice folks. Department of Veteran Affairs, Environmental Protection Agency, the EPA, and other and Department of Health and Human Services, that's where the CDC and all this other nonsense sits. National Science Foundation and Department of Transportation. They're all there. They admit their internal departmental roles for human subjects. They don't even give the authority to, to do the bioweapon on their own people. It's a con, and they print it. And nobody's brought it up. I sent it to all bunch of these attorneys that were on uh, uh, American Frontline Doctors in Alabama. I think it was them. It was one of them in the Fifth or the Eighth Circuit had their email addresses. The other one didn't. I heard peep back. This is their stuff. They admit it's uh, the definition. Attorneys fight over the definition of a term. Here it is. It says right here, the authority is 5 U.S.C. 301, departmental rules. That's for human subjects. It's them. It's not me talking. It's, it's evidence. It's got to be judicially noticed. I don't need anything else, and nobody's using it. I just sit and scratch my head. I say, what, what is going on here? American Frontline Doctors, B-Crap, knows they cited the CFR, but they didn't go to the regulations. I just went to the first one. The second one mirrors the same type of nonsense. They list every regulation used by these agencies and they admit they're all housekeeping, internal, nothing to do with you and me, and nobody's using it as a defense. I just don't, I just don't understand. I just really don't. I don't get it. I'm not near of the intellect and ability of Dr. David Martin, but he is the same thing. What is wrong with people? Where is the critical thinking to just look and try to understand if we are being ruled by agency regulations, wouldn't we want to know by what, where did I authorize and empower that federal agency over me? They're not voted into office. They don't hold an office. And by the way, the Supreme Court also said, if you can prove that they, see, this is in the administrative world. If you can prove that there's no way for them to win, you can sue them. So I'm, I'm working on putting all the stuff together to start suing <coughs> FedEx and IRS agents. I got an IRS agent in Alaska. And his boss, they don't even have a clue what the Federal Register is about. It's all about the code and the manual. That these people are brainwashed. Not my problem. Everybody is deemed to know the law. And by golly, I tell you what, if you're coming after me, <coughs> you better know the law. Because I got a means to go look it up. And I don't take prisoners. I don't do forgetting. That's not my problem. I don't have the authority. Talk to somebody else higher up than me. 
this Matsu Valley over here. They want to do this foreclosure nonsense. Well, we're going to see how that plays out. I'm going to see if I can shut down every foreclosure in Alaska because they don't have a court. Their court judgments are smoke. They're not a court. The judgments are smoke. And they print it. And they admit it. And I've got the archives where we used to have, of course, we, Alaska never came in as one of the equal footing with the original states. We come equal footing with the other states, so we don't even have a separation of powers. We have an integrated bar that makes makes <coughs> definitions for the legislature. Ain't that special? They even changed the name of the court. It's in the code one way, and the Alaska Bar did it another way, and we are using the Alaska Bar's way. They both are existing side by side, and nobody's interested. I've asked several politicians, well, what can I do about it? Just like right now. I called down and talked to this guy. finally found the Department of Elections. That's the ones. I want a copy of the Dominion contract. And they say, oh, we audit. We only use Dominion for tabulation. We weren't connected to the Internet. Mike Lindell's got evidence of this 28,000 votes were flipped by computers. Oh, they weren't connected to the Internet. Dumber to rock. This guy is very polite. Of course, two days later, I get a thing from Matt Sue. They're going to try to foreclose. That's what they do. That's fine. I don't care. If you get in this battle, you got to say, fear not. You never bow down to lion pieces of garbage. You keep seeking the truth. In the Bible, I think it's 365 times, fear not. What are they going to do to me? I know one thing they're not going to do is shut me up. Because I'm going to come for them. But before I file the lawsuit, I've got a couple of things. I want to get their oath of office and a couple of other things again because they're We've got some new uh, people impersonating public officers. See, it's interesting. There's no law for impersonating public officers in Alaska. There is a law for impersonating public official. Then you have to go, who's a public official? Oh, that's an employee. That's a flunky. Really? This is the type of stuff. The legislature, you got to be a resident of Alaska. For governor, you got to be a resident and a citizen of the United States. To be judicial, you got to be a citizen of the state and a citizen of the United States. Three different qualifications in the same, quote, state. We have no external amendments. Check your constitution in your state. See, there are external amendments. Most of them have flipped over to, they call them constitutions, but in reality, they're a charter. You can call them a constitution. There's no external amendments. You just can't make this stuff up. The Constitution of the United States has 12 organic amendments. 1 through 12. 13 up, it's nonsense. 13, they call it an article. Read it. They don't call it an amendment. They call it an article. That means it stands alone. <coughs> 
separate, and Congress can legislate over it. Oh, that's one of them unalienable rights that I've been looking for. You betcha, I want to have Chuck Schumer and Schiff and Negler and uh, Murkowski and all these people legislating over my quote unalienable rights. Yeah, right. Don't think so. We'll never see another election if we don't get something done. Everybody said, oh, we're going to get a 2022. We're not going to make it to 2022. We need to have a change at the top. And if we don't get it soon, it's over. Unequivocally. There is no rule of law. Brandon House has four retired top FBI guys, and they say the FBI is taken over by communists, and so is the Department of Justice. Tom in Baltimore, question or comment? Yes, sir. Trying to keep up here. Uh, when you mentioned you find these uh, judicial uh, notices uh, within these cases, could you explain the genesis of the judicial notice? Uh, my understanding, of course, is that uh, when the court takes judicial notice, it's basically prima facie evidence. Um, but I would imagine the genesis of the judicial notice would have to come about uh, by a request from someone uh, appearing before the court, right? That would ask when the they, court. But wait, when Congress says it's got to be judicially noticed, that's an act, which is very unusual because they were creating a whole new government. Judicially noticed, their definition is no other evidence required. It's done deal. And what right, that means right. is... So it, it's not like you putting in something that say it's judicially noticed. That means they can use it in the decision in their uh, what they're doing. But when Congress well, I, says, I just, wanted, be, go ahead. I just wanted to make sure that uh, uh, that what I was thinking of, for example, in lower courts, I've asked judges to take judicial notice of something. Uh, what you're talking about, though, and you just clarified that is Congress is actually uh, making this part of their legislation or their orders, so to speak? It's in the Federal Register Act. They said if it's in there, it's judicially noticed. And their definition, if it's in Congress and they say that, there's no further evidence needed. They put it in the act. It isn't like you going in and say judicially noticed, which means the judge is supposed to use that in making his decision. Right, right. That's astounding. That That's like uh, giving themselves the power of a king. Right, but when it's in the thing, you judicially notice, just like DNA at a murder site, if you can get DNA and tie it to a murder weapon and the guy there, we're done. Amazing, there ain't amazing, to talk how about. They, amazing how tricky they are. Thank you, uh, Mr. Winrod. That's all I need to know to keep up. Thanks. Well, that's fine. I've covered a lot of stuff, and if you can keep up with all the stuff that I'm talking about, I mean, I'm finding this stuff out new myself. You bring through a lot of topics, and you're a lot smarter than me with this stuff, but I'm trying real hard. That's why I just wanted the clarification on that Are you on thing. my list? Are you on my list? Uh, no, sir. I've got your information. I do plan on uh, actually calling you. I got your number uh, the other day. Yeah, you ought to get on my list. Get the documents. But for me, I like to read it. I, I do better. Than, uh, it's nice to hear it. But I like to see it in text. That's when it sticks with me. I don't know about you, but 
I, I, I like what, to hear it and read it um, and, and to discuss it with other uh, folks who are interested in it like yourself. Yeah, okay. Well, like I said, get on the list. 250, if you ain't got it, just tell me why you don't, and I'll still add you. I'm trying to get people the evidence so that you can learn and prove it. Trust, but verify. Don't trust anybody without verifying what they're talking about. If they can't verify it, public opinion is nice. Individual opinion is even worse. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Yeah, if you got a question, go. I, my number is 907-355-8304. If you don't have it, call up the federalities. Hell, they got it. Ain't no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Many times over there, I've been listening, I'm sure. All they do is listen to me put out their stuff. But that don't mean anything, because look what they've done to Roger Stone. Look what the president of the United States, two impeachments with no evidence. And they almost got it voted through. What's that tell you? We got a bunch of criminals, pedophiles. I think the whole bunch of them are into pedophilia. You know that uh, Chief Justice Robert, he's he's a gay dude with a cover family. TV kid, uh, she's uh, uh, she's a, a well-known. I can't think of the word. Uh, uh, she's a uh, syndicated. She says everybody knows he's gay. Just like Obama. We've got a, a gay dude up there with another gay dude. Can't make this stuff up anymore. How do we get so many people so screwed up in so many places? Oh, I know. That's right. We haven't had fair elections. Somebody's been rigging the elections. That's how we end up with all these people there. We didn't put them there. We think we did, but we didn't. China... Satan, and God knows who else, has been running our country by the elections through these stupid... God, this was going on in uh, Diebalt Machines Club back in the 90s. We're out, of, we're out of time, Ralph. Tell them when your show's okay. on. Is it 3 to 5 Sunday? Is that right? Central yep, time? my show's on uh, 3 to 5 Sunday. Yep. Well, it's on... Uh, no, it's uh, 2 to 4 Alaska time. So, three hours off. It's 5 to 7 um, Central All right. time. Five, five to seven Central. Thanks, Ralph. Yep. <clears throat> What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. 
You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.